what's going on, my brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Yes, welcome everybody to the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I love each and every one of you. I hope your lives are filled with absolute joy, pleasure, and perfection, always. Sometimes it isn't this time of year with the, uh, the fall. I like to say autumn because fall does make it sound like we're, we're in some way depleted. But in autumn, you'll notice an increasing rise in stress, especially amongst one's family. And um, a lot of our I don't know, problems kind of rising to the top for us to disidentify with so it can be a bit problematic and stressful, but I look forward to this season every single year. It's like a really long Mercury retrograde where things don't quite go the way you want or the way you plan them. But the universe tests your ability to not just resolve them, but to see like if you're going to react or respond, to see if you're going to be your best self or if the buttons that are being pressed and triggered are going to are going to set off another long negative chain reaction that'll exist for another year. But I got to tell you, um, and I'd like to thank my previous guest, uh, Miss Trika, Trika Williams. Uh, we had like a really long, really awesome in-depth conversation. I suggest you check out both her Instagram as well as her program. She's also a podcaster. And we went over friggin' everything, almost everything that people can get over, <laughs> that they can go over uh, metaphysically. And uh, it was a long, winding journey, but that two-hour conversation could have easily been four or five. Um, she's a wonderful, wonderful person, and I'm really happy uh, that she's on a path of enlightenment and bringing that joy and, and openness to other people. So shout-out to you, Trika. Thank you. This week alone, I don't know if you all felt it, just this week, it was like coming off of a sleeping limb. It was like a timed release. Oh man, I, I don't even know how to really describe it to everybody. But a part of me that wasn't feeling like it was in place kind of fell into place. I'm sure that's happened to all of you where you're just like, oh, thank God. You know, it's like a headache stopping. Uh, it was, it's hard to describe, but I feel more myself than I ever have before. I feel like things that have been holding me back finally released, almost like getting taken off of a timeout for a child and that dunce cap is off when I realized I had been a dunce in many ways in many ways that's why I love the fall the autumn excuse me I almost said fall again that's why I love the autumn is it gives you a chance to examine yourself and say is this my best and most perfect self and everything that doesn't meet that standard will come up to greet you will come up to say hi and see if you're still gonna road rage to see if you're going to uh, take your day out on your spouse or your kids. See if you're going to curse your boss silently in your own mind or sometimes foolishly to other coworkers. All of these things are brought to bear and it's a wonderful opportunity to renew yourself. We're one day away from Thanksgiving and today is also um, like my, my sad guru, my Satguru, excuse me, is the pronunciation, is Satya Sai Baba. I have a big picture of him in my house. 
Ah, the Cosmic Christ. It, it was his birthday today. The Afroed one. Absolutely wonderful being that we, uh, we were all fortunate on this planet to be graced with. And I just wanted to give my love and gratitude to his divine presence and the influence he had on humanity for 60 years. His teachings. Ah, there's just so many wonderful things opening up one after the other as it can in fall. There's so many dates, so many metaphysical dates that are significant. Not just the 1111, which you might have heard of, like the harmonic convergence that happened in like 1988, 1989, when the planet began her ascensionary path back to the great central sun and humanity's awakening, but also um, 1122, yes, you know, yesterday was a huge day, today is a huge day, then you end up uh, in the next, then you get like the winter solstice coming up, the 1212, which is another significant date for metaphysical weirdos like myself, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas, <clears throat> the five, what they used to call in Egypt, the five demon days, from the the 25th up until, I'm oh, sorry, the 26th up until um, like New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a huge energetic day. So there's a lot to celebrate, a lot to meditate on and about. Heck, you could just do it up just about any day and it will it will improve your life. Like this is that kind of go time. If you were a student, this is like the finals. So you feel that, that spiritual pressure to perform and to uh, exhibit your highest and most light-filled qualities. So it's been a packed week. It's been a, a revelatory week. I had a, a revelation that, and this will sound really, really way out there, but that the entity that Christians used to refer to as Lucifer was finally, it wasn't as they predicted, like put in a sulfuric lake or jailed for a thousand years and like he's going to be able to get back out and you know destroy the creation again but absolutely annihilated, completely destroyed on the like 47th dimension of reality. And the effects of it, I've already started to notice because it's kind of a trickle down thing, you know, evil kind of is interconnected like a web. And when the epicenter itself is annihilated, it's just a slow or sometimes rapid dissolution through all of those that they'd consider tools, minions, servants of that. Even the ones here on earth are starting to get that work and I love it. This is my favorite part of the movie. I don't know what your favorite part of movies is, but mine is when someone like Voldemort gets killed, you know, like when evil gets its ass handed to it by good. This is the cosmic drama and the cosmic play that happens over and over again. And it's just my absolute favorite part. I'm happy to be on the right side of history. <laughs> happy to be on the right team because the light and good always wins. It doesn't look like it is out there. Sometimes it looks like evil has an overwhelming advantage or power. And I'll admit in the last 400 years, last 500 years, that's been really true. Um, or at least, you know, it's serving its divine purpose. But all those old school, what people would call, would refer to, and I say death eaters, other people call it like the most popular term is Illuminati, though they're not illumined whatsoever. They knew about they know about the law of mind, but they're not, you know, they have to use your light in order to create the chaos that they're that they're creating, and uh, they are getting royally screwed. They are getting exposed, 
and they are suffering and dying. Actually, one of their members died, uh, I think, on the last, um, what was it, full moon? It's like a full moon eclipse. Yeah, one of the Rothschilds croaked. And I was like, oh, shit, it's really, that, that was in conjunction with uh, one of the times that I'm, I'm speaking about where darkness is um, being pierced by the light. And their team and their agenda is completely beginning to unravel. That it looks like it's fraying at the edges, but sometimes there's a major pop uh, in the middle. And I love it. I love it. I love that free speech is coming back to the internet. I love that uh, those that have been suppressing uh, expression and speech and mind are wailing and crying over their inability to control everybody else. I love that. Those spoiled brats can fucking get it. I love it. Watching them moan and cry. There's a lot of memes like that. No! You know, I love that part. Because fuck them. You know, people don't have to think and act the way you want them to. And uh, this is this is just so wonderful. And it's going to accelerate as we get into this next year. 2023, I think, is going to be really wild. Just really wild. <laughs> A lot of these systems that are connected. I even talk about it in my book. My book is called... <laughs> profanity, how I went from a atheist to a quantum wizard in less than a decade. And in that book, I described that these systems of control that have been interwoven with, with our society as it's been growing, like as the scientific method has been developing, as our educational systems, you know, burgeoned from, you know, the early 1900s and, you know, co more collegiately in the 1700s, where a lot of these colleges are founded uh, the military-industrial complex, the thing, all of these systems that rely on evil and destructive tendencies and ignorance to survive and propagate, they're losing their power source. As you awaken, as you realize the fact that you are divine and that you're a soul and not some meat puppet walking the earth as an avatar, that you're actually the consciousness playing through those tools and instruments. As they're not able to direct your consciousness the way they want to, it not only takes power out of their intention, but it also uploads a virus of love that utterly destroys them and consumes them. And this is, this is that time. This has been prophesied for a long time. They've called it like the golden age. We are at the edge. We're right at the precipice, brothers and sisters. We're so close. We're so close to that 51%, you know, that hundred monkey effect, that 51% having the, having all the courage, having all the light, basically knowing that they're sons and daughters of the creator and of the creation herself. And that love is what actually dissolves what we call evil or destructive forces or destructive intelligence in every dimension. So your ability to love yourself and love one another is going to increase exponentially. And I'm excited for all of you to finally taste your own power, your own creative divinity, and, and just finally let go of all the bullshit and the joy and realize that life is awesome and is always designed to be. You're designed to be. You're designed to be awesome. And so are your outer surroundings. You'll find that as you change yourself, the outer hologram around you and the people around you 
change in relationship to how you run energy and vibration through yourself. And for this, this is one of the many things that I'm grateful for. I already mentioned a few earlier, but this is a day of gratitude that's coming up. It has nothing to do with Native Americans and pilgrims. Absolutely nothing. Um, it has to do with you and giving gratitude where gratitude is due. And for those of you enlightened enough to know that there is a source of creation, I would highly recommend taking all day uh, tomorrow, Ratch should say, if you're listening to this tomorrow, today, to be incredibly grateful, not just for all the things in your life and the way they treat you and the, and the enhancement they add to your existence, but maybe you drop a thank you to the source of creation. Even if you don't believe in one, you could say, I'm grateful the Big Bang happened and all of these molecules randomly, mathematically, miraculously uh, maintained their laws so that I can enjoy the illusion of being a molecule soup uh, that will dissolve in 80 years. Thank the creation then. Thank that there's consciousness and intelligence, that you have consciousness and intelligence. If you're aware that there's a law of attraction, be grateful you know it because so many people don't know it. Your family members might not know it and you just watch them just destroy their own lives through their, through their negative thinking and their negative feeling. And you can be simultaneously grateful that you're not inflicting that on yourself. Though if you are, in some measure, forgive yourself. That's the easiest way to let, let go. Forget, forgive what you haven't done perfectly. And forgive your family for not having done it perfectly. If you forgive your family, your Thanksgiving is going to be so wonderful. If you got a Trump supporter in the family and you got a blue-haired neoliberal in your family, forgive both of them. You know, that tribalism is what drives most families apart and everyone's sure that they're right and that the other side is wrong. But you don't have to be. The only side you have to be on is spirits. Because you're spirit. And if they're not aware of that, that's okay. Please pass the mashed potatoes and the gravy. That's all that fucking matters is the deliciousness of the temporal comfort that you're going to have with them because they're going to be gone one day. And we forget that perpetually. We don't say I'm sorry until they're on the deathbed or gone. Sometimes we don't get the chance. Sometimes they hide their medical melodies from us and uh, forgive them for that. Sometimes we hide ourselves from them because we don't think they'll accept our uniqueness or, f or for who we are because they might judge us. Let them judge you. Who gives a shit? Their opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. And they've been judging you from day one anyway. You know, that's the only thing that keeps them going is thinking that they've got it better than you or that you, they know better than you. But if you want to be objective about it, Look at the scoreboard. Who's got the better vibration? Who has the greater blessings? Who has the greater health? Who's happier? Who has more drama in their life? That's, you know, you don't have to express that to them, but, you know, keep it in your pocket. Realize that you're doing great. Be grateful for that. Be grateful for how far you've come and all you've overcome. We forget the obstacles we've overcome. We forget them. Take inventory. How much shit that you've had to go through 
to get to where you are now. And you're still there. Your heart is still beating. Your mind is still creating reality. And what's so great is, if you're aware that this is a real thing, be grateful that you have the ability to think something else. To think literally perfection into your reality. Unfortunately, so many people don't know that they know that. But you do, brothers and sisters, because that's why you listen to the Mr. Woo Woo here. It's because we know. Even if they don't, that's okay. You know, we're not condemning them. You know, just because you're in high school and they're in elementary school, you know, you don't have to condemn them for their lack of knowing. They just, we were there once. We were ignorant and slapping ourselves in the face with thought and negative feeling all day. We don't do that anymore. No, we don't. If you don't, say thank you. It doesn't have to be to anyone. You can literally just say thank you inside of yourself, just like Muji does. Just thank you is a powerful mantra. It accepts where you are, and it's already a U-turn toward blessings and ex- the acceptance of more blessings. So be your best self, especially this holiday season. Take it as a challenge in a game, quietly inside yourself. Go, <laughs> okay, I'm going to see, like, predictively if, if everybody's, you know, going to attack or, you know, that hard passive-aggressive conversations we have at the dinner table. Um uh, you know, and while you're doing that, be grateful you're not that. And then forgive every member of your family for every slight that they've ever done, every harm. And it will improve your life exponentially. Because that's where most of it is caused. You know, a lot of people I know are in like therapy now. And and I always go back to that old line in Kimmy Schmidt, <laughs> the, unseekable, the uh, unstoppable Kimmy Schmidt. Tina Fey plays a, a psychologist in that, and she's drunk all the time. And she just whispers to her, like, by the way, it's always the parents. It just takes them a long time to figure it out. It's always the parents. Of course it is. They were your gods until you realized that they weren't. Forgive them. Forgive them for their dumb decisions. Forgive them for not seeing you. And that's okay. You'll, you'll look at them with fresh eyes and really appreciate them. Because their time on earth is limited. So limited. And you're still you're still in the game. Most of them don't even know that this is a game. That this is a game our souls play, like a VR headset with ourselves. And they don't know how to win it either. They know how to survive. They know how to prosper in society, but they don't know how to win this game or that they're even in one. The key to the game to winning it has to do with your vibration, has to do with the pursuit of enlightenment. And oneness with the creator or oneness with creation. Either path takes you to the other. If you merge with creation, you're one. You'll, you will notice the source of it. If you're one with the divine mother, you'll notice the divine father. If you are in rapport with the divine father, you will understand all of creation. It works in either direction. Whether you do the religious path of the Western world or you do the metaphysical paths of the Eastern world, they bring you to the same I am. They bring you to the same, because it's all one consciousness. And you're always one with that. But are you getting to experience it directly? It's a good thing to have your law of attraction on point, but are you feeling blissful? Are you truly happy? Unfortunately, does your happiness depend on what what is currently happening to you? 
Mm. So forgive your family, please. And simultaneously, because thank you is such a wonderful prayer of reception, like you're being able to receive the blessings of spirit. Like that's the law of attraction cheat code, basically, is saying thank you inside your mind like thousands of times. But there are so many in need in creation that are doing it incorrectly, as you might might notice. Not so much incorrectly. Their soul just wants that brick wall smashed into their face. You know, they just want to run face first into it and experience the intensity of that of that uh, of that sensation of that pain of the sense of loss, the impact. It's like riding a roller coaster. So we don't even have to condemn the souls. Those souls are enjoying the virtual reality of self-destruction. However, if you want to assist those who are in stuck in a cycle of that. I would highly suggest the, the threefold prayer. You pray for love, joy, and peace. And there are plenty of plenty of places around the globe, and I'm sure you've seen in your Twitter feed or in your in the news that could use love, joy, and peace, and maybe some oneness too while we're at it. So please do that. <laughs> I'm doing it all week. I've been doing it all week. I've been simultaneously trying to elevate the vibration of those who are attempting that as well as disintegrating and dissolving destructive beings and forces and uh that's that's another thing i want to get to is if you want to join that thing i've always loved the harry potter series i i based a lot of cheesy things in my book based on that because it's such a wonderful metaphor for the magical aspects of the soul and the spirit so I like taking the piss out of myself. I'm wearing a Gryffindor hat, even as I'm saying this right now. Because you all are wizards. That's why I say it in the intro. A wizard is someone that when the avatar is aware that it's not the avatar, it's a soul. And that soul plays through that instrument. You are, the body and the mind are the wand. It's just you're so busy blowing yourself up or destroying other things, you rarely get to experience it when a good, a good spell or a good creation happens. So I invite you to join Dumbledore's army. I used to have a sweatshirt, Dumbledore's army. Because the metaphor is, when you're good, just by virtue of what you are, you are now in conflict with or fighting evil or those destructive forces. It's kind of like the Jedi and the Sith, if you want to use that metaphor in, in Star Wars, but really it's embodying the virtues of love, peace, and joy and consciously training yourself and utilizing vibration in order to annihilate, consume, dissolve, make disappear into nothingness the destructive uh, forces and those who wield them. And there's, you know, it's like the other team, call them Death Eaters, the Illuminati, whatever you want. Folks that are very magical because they understand the law of mind and they use the law of love to they, they twist it to destroy instead of create. The way that they've been conditioning you is with pharmaceutical drugs. Altering your brain chemistry. There was a report that came out um, just recently about how the entire antidepressant movement, that like you're depressed because of a biochemical imbalance and to treat that with drugs was absolute horse shit. And that they need to try an entirely different route in order to change like emotion they were simply drugging you 
if the, if you're applied to that, they're simply drugging you and altering your consciousness so you couldn't access happiness, well-being, um, joy, or feel the volatility of your emotions as an indicator of what kind of thoughts you have. It was absolute horseshit. And that all began with the purple pill. You know, 99, I think it was Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. <clears throat> God knows this fucking channel never will be. But yeah, they did, you've been attacked, your consciousness has been attacked in every angle, nonstop for like decades. The other, the other ones being uh, commercial hypnotize, uh, hypnotizing, all advertising is based on manipulating the subconscious mind through either geometry, color, or mantra. And ask your doctor about your purple pill, like that kind of shit. So like every commercial is basically just a spell to get you to unconsciously go along with something or buy something. And so is the modern news. They all use the same catchphrases. John Stewart was famous for like exposing that on CNN and even Fox and, and MSNBC. All the news stations would use the exact same phrases which would come down through the AP, the Associated Press, which is run by the Rothschilds, which is kind of like the head of the Illuminati, if you will. So they're just basically programming you and hypnotizing you. So unplug from that shit. And the other, the most recent hypnotizing um, agency now is, is social media. And the visual imagery, the, the thought suggestion, the group think, the, the reality propositions, like saying that there is no objective truth and these, these kind of nonsense uh, kind of approaches, they're doing that to destabilize your reality and destabilize your mind, basically trying to annihilate you and simultaneously, it's almost like, you know, someone hacks a computer and like now your computer is just an extra bot for all the other hackers. That's what you become when enough of that inundation happens. You become an instrument, an unknowing and, un and willing instrument of an agenda that amplifies negative energy and distracts people from their, their spiritual knowingness. So I suggest you get the fuck off of that. And go out and hug a tree. Go out and uh, go camping. Go to a park. Jump in the ocean. Pet an animal. Preferably your own. People will get pissed if you pet their dog and you don't know them. Uh, smile at strangers. Even weirdos. You know, people would be like, oh, that guy looks weird. Smile at them too. Because the soul is what's running that. If you want soul, you got to be soul. So I hope that you do all of these things this wonderful holiday, Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, I'm really praying for your enlightenment. I invite you all to join me in joining the forces of light, joining Dumbledore's army to combat the forces of destruction, which are already getting diminished and, and absolutely mashed on, on on higher dimensional realms. We need to bring that here to this particular dimension, the fifth, fourth, and third. And um Soon we're going to be living in a utopia where um, all of those industries that I'd mentioned are going to find their spiritual correlative. Medicine won't be driven by surgeons and doctors and people that cut and sew. It'll be driven by people like you and me, people of consciousness, acupuncturists, osteopaths. The color, light, sound, and geometry will be used in hospitals. Vibration, vibrational medicine, endocrinology. In colleges, they won't be indoctrinating people and programming them and hypnotizing them into ridiculous theories that have nothing to do with spiritual reality. 
It will be an open exploration of the knowledges we've accrued and their useful engineering into creating a utopian world. Uh, the military won't be necessary. We'll be at peace. <laughs> we'll be at peace with our neighbors. Our food supply won't be poisoned. It'll be the healthiest, most organic food you've ever had in your life. Dream this reality with me. Every sector, banking, they'll just, they'll just have money. They won't manipulate all the other banks and therefore the entire economy, the crash, the, and the reburn, like these cycles of, of recession and inflation. They're all engineered from the central banking level. It's one of the main tools of the other team. They own central banks. We won't have one. We'll be able to print our currency without paying interest to some asshole with ancient lineage ties through his family from like 12 generations. Our money will be free. Think of it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. This new world that's going to emerge. People's health and fitness. Junk food won't be called food anymore. It'll just be called garbage. People are like, oh, go eat garbage. It's garbage. That's okay. Sometimes garbage snack is good, but calling it food is asinine. That's why 50% of America is obese right now. 80 to 85% of y'all are on pharmaceutical drugs to try to get a grip on something you should have been trained as children on how to do, which is control your fucking emotions. Yoga can do that. Real yoga. Like sad gurus yoga. Not some bullshit where you're wearing juicy juicy pants. People have to look at your ass and you're like despondently scrolling through your phone. Like that, that isn't yoga. Sweaty yoga is not yoga. It's exercise. And it's not that great for you. I'll just put that on right now. It's not going to improve your life. The only thing that's going to improve your life is you. And hopefully your gratitude toward the universe, everything you've already manifested. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful you're on this planet right now. This is an exciting time to be here. This is what we're here for. This is the fourth quarter. This is the big game. And I want you all to win this fucking thing. I don't think it's as hard as we think it is. Forgive, be grateful, spread peace, joy, and love. And it's going to be a marvelous, marvelous winter if we do. Anyway, I'd like to thank each and every one of you. I can feel all your hearts. Like we are one in the light. We are one brotherhood and sisterhood. And I'm just very, very grateful for all of you. Every positive thought you let come through your head. Every positive feeling you allow through your heart. I thank you, truly. And uh, yeah, I look forward to speaking with you next week. I have an amazing guest. This is like a brother from another mother. This is one of the best friends of, of my brother, Jordan Ramey, and his roommate for like years and years. And I had some fantastic conversations with this guy. Very deep. His perceptions are very cool. And I, would, I can't wait. I haven't talked to him in years. I can't wait to hear from him and like how he's grown and the stuff he's into. So look forward to that next week. His name's Chad Duncan. Fantastic dude. And uh, yeah, I love you all. Have a lovely, lovely Thanksgiving. And forgive your parents. Bye. Are you experiencing imbalance physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually? 
Let's help you get it resolved. We simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. This energy healing, particularly with cranial sacral therapy and matrix energetics, is hands down the best in San Diego. We pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping 19. people like you. What are you <laughs> waiting for? If you're in San Diego and looking for relief, come see us today. That's right. I forgot to mention that I have a healing business here in San Diego and also do distance sessions. If you wish to um, get a session from me, if you're in any kind of discomfort, pain, uh, even emotional and spiritual stuff going on, even mental stuff, it all helps. Uh, my website's www.loveenergetics.com. That's L-O-V-E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-S. And uh, yeah, I love you.